love my delete later. I bloody hope you do. You can support our show by using the new ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there is no regular commitment. Just smash that link in the show description and support us now so we can keep making this podcast. Thank you. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. episode of season two of might delete later yeah but we will be back we'll be back in the new year we're just having a little bit of time earth which is french for egg um <laughs> i'm stevie martin um welcome to might delete later um i'm becoming more and more right about social media being the devil and i'm gina martin who thinks maybe she's right but how could something evil feel so damn good to our guest though great <laughs> guest this week Yes, Owen Jones is an infamous British newspaper columnist. He's also a political commentator, journalist and Labour Party activist. He boasts 1,140,000 followers online. He is the number one. That's far too many. He is the number one best-selling author of The Establishment and Chavs. And his new book, This Land, offers an unflinching, honest look at the rise of the left, how it promised to change everything, why it went so badly wrong, and where it goes next in the new world we find ourselves in. He's very funny on social media, despite the absolute bile that is thrown at him constantly. And he's so positive and he turns, well, like I say, bile into into just funny, funny things. But also at the same time, like he has had some real world real world attacks obviously he was attacked on his birthday he talks about that it's bloody inspiring if i'm honest we talk around lots of different things about safety and political things and difference in opinions and free speech and hate speech and all that but it's like it really does come down to that like you have to retain hope and he's a very good example of that um but before we sink our teeth into owen okay (laughs) yeah cv what's in your drafts this week about a month ago, when you did that one day off social media thing, I also did it and I found it incredibly useful. And I committed every to doing one day a week off social media. Um, and really happy to say I haven't uh, managed it once, which is terrifying to me. Do you want to do it together this Sunday? Yeah, of course. Let's <laughs> do it. What's in your draft? What's in your oh, draft? yes. Thank you so much for asking. I will tell you. And I've just got a coffee account had a financial change in our lives thought oh we can handle this realize that's actually quite tight in terms of money and that coincided with a lot of people asking how they could like support the work I do the amount of resources I put out all this stuff so I just thought do you know what I'll get a coffee account people can buy me a coffee I put new resources on each day things I've read it's basically like I'm not going to create original content like I'm going to tell you about anti-racism because I don't I'm learning about it I don't really know all about it so I just put like different articles maybe a podcast or like a book I read or whatever on there and then it's just like we can all learn together which is nice but those resources are public so you don't have to pay to get them because it's not original content but it's really Mm -hmm. sweet because the first day I set it up I was like maybe someone will buy me a flat white I got to put so many coffees. Yay! 
Great. So let's go to the episode. Go to at my delete later pod on Instagram to see all the posts that we're discussing today. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Have a nice one. Round. What are we deleting this week? I'll go first. I'm deleting 4chan. What about 8chan? Oh, I'm deleting 8chan oh. and 4chan. Because I feel like... All the chans. All, all the chans, the chans All the chans. Because I've went into a hole and found out about QAnon and a whole bunch of other stuff. And I feel like I'm living in a different planet. Stevie, what are you deleting this week? I'd like to delete reviews for all art. I mean, I know that art can't exist without reviews. But I would like to delete all the reviews because I think you should just uh, enjoy things rather than having things trashed or elevated. Um, what would you like to delete, Owen? So I just press delete and then it's bam, gone. Yeah, Stop, don't yeah. Well, like Sorry. if I just got right wing shittery, that would cover quite a lot, wouldn't it? <laughs> That's a good because one. I get rid of I get rid of four chan and eight chan, they'd be gone. Yes. But also, like the president of the United States, Johnson, Bolsonaro in Brazil, he's gone. Yes. He's oh. gone. Get rid of all of them. We'd be fine. Right. Everything'd be sorted. What a yeah. lovely world we live in. No reviews, no four chan, and no right wing shittery. Gone. Excellent. Now, um, to kick us off, what's your daily average screen time like, Owen? Do you know? Says so five hours thirteen minutes. That's really good. I think that's a middle average. That's a good middle ground, no? What are you on? So I've actually got a new phone, and it ha- and oh, I switched it on. Oh, convenient. Hmm. Yeah, I'm on. I'm on today. I, it's right now. It's twelve forty, and I'm on six hours and thirteen minutes. I got up at five a.m. That's not normal. I couldn't sleep, but six hours Slimy. and thirteen minutes. Get a life. <laughs> Do you feel like you're on your phone too much, Owen? Yes, obviously, clearly, self-evidently. Good, what am I honest. doing? What? Why am I wasting my life? You know when you just sometimes you're like, I'm just scrolling through Twitter, just scrolling. Yeah. What do I expect to find? What? What? Mm. What piece of life-changing? You know, I could just read a book. Mm. I could just have a chat with a friend. I could, you know, expand my cultural horizons. And instead, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at people going. Oh, you communist bastard. I mean, is anyone ever going to lie on their deathbed thinking, I wish I'd spent more time arguing with, with I hate BLM, Trump is great from no, Bolton? No, no one's, no one's going to be thinking that. I don't know I said Bolton. I've got nothing against Bolton. Stop <laughs> no. Bolton so. In terms of Twitter, though, so your relationship with Twitter, obviously not great. Terrible. Dire. In terms of being on there, do you feel like, as a commentator, do you feel like you have to be on there a lot? Do you feel pressure? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, you can't really do the job that I do without Twitter, probably. I mean, just in terms of my articles and stuff. And also a lot of my general kind of people who follow me for stuff often follow me specifically. F- I don't know why, actually, because some of the inane bullshit I come up with. Yeah, I mean, it's a necessary evil, but I could definitely use it less because the thing with Twitter is, so, you know, if you're like having a really nice day and most people you meet are really nice, but one random stranger comes up to you and tells you to go F yourself. Mm. You remember that most, don't you? And that has more of an impact than anything else. I think that's the thing with Twitter. It's like, and I set my notifications only to people I follow. Though I do sometimes mm. dip in that's just to see good. what's going on. Uh, and then it's like, I've got to ask, what what is the mindset behind you just like wanting to have a dip in? Like, why do you dip in? None of us do. Like reverse validation. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's strange. I think a lot of people are on social, regardless of their career. So say like creative, like whether you're a journalist, whether you do what I do as an activist, whether you're a comedian like Stevie, you think you're doing it to an aim. So you're reaching, getting more following and trying to get people, uh, explain your ideas to people and bring people in and all these things. Exactly. Do you think there'll ever be a point where you're like, 
I've done it now. I can come off it and let my well, work do talking. I've really, you know what? I've done that thing twice, which is actually very irritating when people do this. But the reason I did it was for my own sake was said, guys, I'm going to stop using Twitter except to just like post articles. Mm. And then I did that once. And then the 2017 general election happened. I was like, well, and then I did this. I did that in, in February this year. And then the pandemic happened. And I could not. Yeah. And that was a problem. And I was doing it because when people do that, it's really often just self-indulgence. Like, um, no one cares. Why are you telling us this? Yeah, but just, actually, just, <laughs> just go. You don't have to tell everyone. You're not that. You being on this platform is not like a big thing for most people in their lives. They've got better things to think about. But it makes you stick to it, you think, by saying it. It's like, well, I've said it now. And if I keep coming back, people are like, what are you doing? You said you were. But then both times, you know, I mean, it's hard to take come off Twitter when the world collapsed and we were all under house arrest. Really, I, w- I felt mostly connected because I was on social. Like, I wasn't seeing my friends and yeah. having the kinds of conversations I wanted to have. So being on Twitter and Instagram and just seeing other people going through the same thing, it kind of helps. Do you, yeah, exactly. Do you follow accounts to switch off or do you only follow the sort of accounts that I'd guess you follow? <laughs> what do you mean for, like, right-wing people? I follow no. loads of right-wing people. <laughs> right, that's really interesting. Is that to diversify so you can see... What yeah, everyone's saying so you're not just it's not I also thing. follow like yeah like musicians and stuff bands are fanboy over what I do sometimes it's so pathetic and I'm just going to admit it what I do sometimes is go because you obviously I can't notice people follow me generally but if they're verified and then I'm like oh blue tick yeah. how pathetic is that and I'm no. like who is it it's and then can, can I say who I got this I'm really excited by it yeah yes I got Robert Smith the singer of The Cure this is so <gasps> pathetic I'm just and I'm like, I'm done. That's it. I don't need to. Oh yeah. Don't need to do anything. Yeah, but that's, that's a good feeling. We, that we say like, yeah. I'm done, but we're never done. <laughs> no, it's like, who oh, else like, can I get? Well, who no, else? because <laughs> I said this when Johnny Marr followed me. I was like, woo, Johnny. See, Marr. you're collecting rock stars. But then, but then he unfollowed me. <gasps> How did that make you feel? That. Quite seriously. Oh, well, I was a nervous wreck for a month. I would say. Uh, <laughs> I started rocking in the fetal position, dribbling, wailing. <laughs> why no i mean I, the only thing that i he, he'd obviously done this thing where he'd massacred his follower because he he went down to like 50 or something but i was st- he was still what he did when he was culling people it was obviously a mass call he was like get rid of them get rid of them saw my name he was like get rid of him oh. he had that he had that one moment where he was like i actively think it would be better for my own life if this person was removed from my twitter feed it's reverse validation. Reverse again, isn't name it? drop. Yeah. 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 Reverse name Doesn't drop. It's like someone famous walked off from me. I hate <laughs> yeah, that. Exactly. See, that's when the stakes get higher. It gets more like that. It's like, oh, but people felt like I got an email from Annie Lennox when I was doing the campaign being like, keep going, don't stop. And I was like, I think I'm going to be jam on the floor. Like that is not okay. <laughs> like this is everything is worth it. And then um, I followed her and I worked with her. I didn't work with her. I just did a fucking remember that. And then I followed her. And then she like replied to my tweet and didn't follow me back. And I was like, see, that's on purpose, isn't it? Because we met and you sent me an email. So you don't want yeah. to follow me. Like, wow. You seem very, very positive, Owen, and very, um, of course, you're like, my relationship's dire. While smiling, of course. But do you ever have, do, does it ever, this is an obvious question, but does it ever affect your mental health? And how, if so, how do you cope 
Um, yeah, I mean, it probably, yeah, I mean, it does. Some, sometimes I'll get into, there'll be some mad pile on. I'm like, oh my God, this is stressful. And people are like, Hah! and I'm like, why am I looking at this? It's like, oh, I'm trending at number three. Because I said people should, I mean, what that was funny actually, when I said people should pay, if they can afford cleaners, they should pay for them to stay at home. And then that became cleaner um, gate. Yeah. There were seven like, articles, seven yeah, articles written create. about it. Because I, I didn't know, I never, often I don't know who started the thing, but I'm just like reading that everyone is talking about something. And if you trace it back, it's normally you. It's mad. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, because people say the, the, there's always a main character of Twitter and the game of Twitter is to avoid being that person. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes I keep stumbling into that. Sometimes by saying something I thought would have been quite innocuous in that particular case. But yeah, I mean, I think what I found with Twitter, without getting overly serious, is that what happened is when I started getting targeted in real life by far my mm. extremists, like doing my job and then Tommy Robinson supporters coming after me going, and then I got yeah. beaten up by Nazi. So then I was like, oh, oh right, these sentence. people online. I know. <laughs> well, you know, chalk that one up. And as uh, that was on my bucket list, get beaten mm. up by a Nazi on my birthday. Yeah, I mean, I think then it was, like, serious. But, yeah, I mean, I think definitely having lots of people screaming minus abuse. I find what I find most kind of often, not, like, often I just get abuse, I'm like, fill your beats. It's when people, like, question my motives or know, it's like, aha, he's doing this because he's a careerist or because he, you know, like, I've got some ulterior motive. And I'm like, but I don't. I know what's in my own head. But, yeah, I mean, definitely having lots of people. Yeah, I mean, obviously it's not often healthy and i often just end up i just get in a little mars a mm, word that's not sulk. used enough yeah i suck yes. i'm like i'm just scared i'm like does it make you feel because i i feel like i'm constantly on this little flux of like feeling out you know like you see things and you're like this makes me feel better about people and then you see other things and you're like this makes me feel awful about people are you constantly in that flux or do you have quite a kind of like there's good and bad i get it like there's going to be this debate all the time. This was the job I picked. I sort of get it. Do you feel quite level-headed about it or do you feel like it does really affect your mood? Yeah, I mean, I, I think I know, like obviously given the views that I have and a lot of people are very, very opposed to those opinions, that's kind of inevitable. And yeah, I mean, some people, obviously there is, you know, some people are quite obsessed with the fact I'm gay in not a positive way. And they think, <laughs> but that's I'm like... putting it. Yeah, yeah that's I'm a not, way of putting it. Not in a positive not way. Not in a positive way. <laughs> Which is odd because I don't think I ever suffered homophobia until I reached my 30s and then suffered homophobia on a relentless daily basis wow. online, obviously, generally. I mean, you know, obviously I've had um, far-right people screaming, Josie, you're a homo which is um, an original riff. Um, but yeah, I mean, online, yeah, definitely kind of, uh, I kind of, I'm resigned to the fact that I know it's going to happen, but it doesn't make it sometimes easier. Sometimes yeah. I get stuff from the, so like I called out this tweet about where someone compared Labour's slogan, Boris Johnson's slogan, a vote leave slogan to our backed Macht Frey, the mm-hmm. signature slogan of, uh, used by the uh, by the Nazis and extermination camps, and I was like, "You can't do that." And then that caused a big storm, and I had some lefties screaming at me. I'm like, "Oh my god, this is so depressing." Yeah, I was going to ask because you mentioned before about obviously what happened to you in real life that came from this online sort of hate that you get. And I remember when I was doing my campaign, I got so many threats by guys all the time. And I was always terrified of it turning into a real life thing because, you know, with our jobs and you're like, I'm doing BBC at six or I'm going to be here at whatever. And I just wondered, 
to finish off this little segment, did, did that and did you notice that affect the way you you are online? Like, do you not post where you are or whatever? Did it change anything? Yeah, I mean, firstly, your your campaign was so inspiring and incredible, and it's so Thanks. important to always, you know, make clear that it's particularly women who suffer online because of the ingrained systemic misogyny, uh, and it's not just men on the right; it's men who call themselves left wing. I'm always very suspicious when a man has feminist in their in their um, oh my bio. god, hugely! But how sad is that? Because that should, I always feel like that should be a good thing, but then I'm like, oh, you may be an incel. Yeah, <laughs> because- that's. What, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why uh, I, I just imagine a guy trying to chat up to someone, going, "I am such a feminist." By the way, yeah. that's what it makes me think. So, but you know, there, there are some men who hate hate women with an opinion, and women in public life who fight against misogyny and you did that so amazingly and courageously anyway Thank and you. suffered as a consequence yeah i mean before i got actually attacked um because there were so many incidents so the guardian hired the security company and they went through they actually went through it was really clever they did this kind of deep dive and they went through my instagram account and worked out my old home address through instagram <gasps> Whoa. So they were like, you know, you've got to have, so don't, you know, I can't take, you know, don't have a picture of your window because we can use this and work out where you live. Um, But they, so I can't, I'm not allowed to, yeah, I can't post where I am. Uh, So when I do video shoots, I can't, I have to wait until we've left the area until I can tweet anything about where we are. We've got these systems and like, I can't, you know, after, you know, I can't late at night, even if there's a pub near, because when I got attacked, the pub was seven minutes away and it was like, what happens if I... I mean, I left with five other people, so, like, I didn't leave alone. That would have been bad. But it was like, they could have followed you home. And so it was like, you have to get a cab everywhere, that kind of stuff. So in terms of my online behaviour, yeah, I, I need to... But not in a kind of, like, I won't post this because I'll upset the far right. Then they've won. No, the key thing is is not to live in a reign of terror. Then they've they've won, you know? They're, yeah, I totally agree you know, with that. I'm never going to change my opinions, my beliefs. I'm not, I'm not going to stop fighting for my beliefs. But yeah, I mean, that I have to do security precautions all the time. And let's be honest, like that's just probably a good thing for most of us to be doing with big platforms, you know? Like yeah. we I, I mean, I do that and I haven't been in that situation, so it's I think that's really important if you can keep some semblance of we well, you have self and all the work. Yeah, that's true. Quite aggressively. So, I mean, just just a pop in. Isn't it great how you just spend your whole life going? No, honestly, it's actually fine. Like, I actually haven't been through that much. And then you go, oh yeah, no, actually, yeah, that was actually have loads. It it takes somebody with like no platform, doing nothing to do that anyone would want to hurt me to to go. "Uh, Actually, very much. Um, Yeah, it's very bad. I think it's that's horrific. It's but it's. I think every time you have to think about it must get easier it it must get like okay i just won't post with a window or whatever but the first few times you're doing that it must feel very like oh for god's sake like why am i living like this just why am i being forced to live like this just because well it's tedious isn't it a lot of times it's just do not find that it's just actually quite tedious and boring i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Okay, well, let's get on to some cute stuff, like your first post. Although you apparently deleted all of your yeah, first posts. I think I did. Why did you do that? I don't know. I think just years ago, I just... Like my, I don't know. It was like eleven years ago as well. Mm. I joined Twitter in two thousand and nine. Yeah. What were you I, doing in two thousand nine? I was doing a PhD, which I quit because I am a dropout. Lots of people dropouts. Yeah. Woohoo! Uh, but it was something like it, I know what it was. It was something like oh, what's all the fuss about this? Then let's give this a go, <laughs> and then my life was ruined. Oh, yeah. that's a short story. Little did I know. I'd opened a portal of hell. <laughs> Literally. Well, the, the, the one that's still available on Twitter, which is like the newer, you know, your first one that we can get, it's just you replying to someone just going, oh, which I think quite <laughs> aptly describes but, how we feel about politics now and probably for the last like 11 years. So I think you're pretty on the same stream. That, uh, that is my default. I know, and, like, I know I'm like happy now. Have you seen that meme where there's someone with a happy mask on, but behind it, they're just crying with rage? Yes. That's, yeah, that's that's what I'm doing now. Yeah, that's what we're all doing now. <laughs> the second post, though, on the 25th of July 2011, it was talking to someone called Kit and Kira, and then it said, since its emergence as a political force, socialism has always had far more broader interpretations than that. So you're already just you're in the political discourse <laughs> oh, straight away. It's like, take the day off, Owen. Oh, socialism. <laughs> socialism. Oh, socialism. Pathetic. <laughs> I was going to ask a question about. So you uh, look. I've watched like one documentary and uh, about uh, social media, and so it's informing all of my questions. So uh, obviously, I think it is obvious. Social media is social media is contributing to political polarization. Things getting more extreme on the right and on the left, and people sort of seeming to pick sides in a way that I don't know. Look, looks to me from these documentaries I'm watching, surely that it's uh, happening a lot more now, thanks to algorithms and whatever. Um, and you're sort of, I feel like, you know, you're often at the epicentre of the left with that and often sort of blamed for things. How do you f- personally feel about the, this kind of polarisation? And do you think we can stop it? Just a very uh, chilled out question. Very chilled out. Yeah, I think though, I think often people look at social media as like the root of that when actually the reason, like in 1929, you got the Wall Street crash, you got the Great Depression and politics polarised. And Facebook and then, started. Facebook, <laughs> that's when Facebook, Facebook was founded in 1933. Not many people know that. And I just think we had a financial crash and we had austerity and people's living standards fell. And the, and the response to that tends to be political polarization. And obviously social media amplifies that. Of mm. course it does. But like, if you think about Donald Trump, you know, his voters are disproportionately older and less likely to be on Twitter. So, it, yeah. you know, it's the same with Brexit. The people most likely to vote for Brexit weren't on Twitter mm. anyway, because older people are much less likely to be on Twitter. I just think, yeah, Twitter, obviously, it, look, people speak on Twitter in a way they wouldn't speak in generally often in real life. Like if they were, on, I mean, they sometimes will, as mm. I've notice people screaming at me uh, with MAGA hats on. But generally they don't. And But I do think what happened is 
you know, we had this big economic and social crisis. And then in Scotland, that led people to think, well, we should just press the eject button and go for independence. And that was the first big polarisation, yes or no, yeah. on independence. And that divided people. And, it, and and people always spoke about cybernats on online and how aggressive they were. But every political movement always has people online who are like, yeah. uh, but they're not representative of the broader movement. But yeah, I just think people's lives became harder and more difficult. People lost hope and optimism. That leads people to turn to, uh, you know, movements offering answers to it. And the far right or the right, you know, the hard right's answer was it's because of Muslims and refugees and immigrants. Uh, whilst the left would say, well, actually, the bankers plunged you into disaster, got away with it, and you were forced to pay the bills. Should we have a more equal society? But isn't like, you know, things like... Uh a lot of the stuff that people will be voting for is because they've seen, like, you know, Auntie Denise on Facebook has seen some sort of insane Facebook advert that makes no me. sense. There's been paid for by a particular political party and things like that. And that's the thing that sort of makes me very concerned about how it's the people in, like, the people in the middle who maybe wouldn't, who, like, I don't know, are now sort of becoming more extreme that you're kind of, it's quite stressful to watch sometimes. Yeah, I mean, definitely those Facebook ads because I've like spoke to people on doorsteps who are regurgitating disturbing things they've seen on Facebook. I like, oh, they mm. believe that. Yeah, you're absolutely right. My only worry is, I mean, I do think there needs to be. We need to talk about it. It's just often there's this moral panic about that, that the fact that there are newspapers on a daily basis saying very extreme things about Muslims, migrants, refugees, benefit yeah. claimants, trans people. Like, you don't have to rely on some dark ad on Facebook to have things which are just lies. You know, there's the, the some newspaper which, you know, from Hillsborough to, you know, that's fake news. What they put on the front page about yeah. uh, Hillsborough was was fake news. Uh, and it was put on the front of a newspaper read by millions of people. And, you know, and they've done that repeatedly. You know, they did it about uh, this claim that uh, how many Muslims in Britain are sympathetic to ISIS and they had to apologise for it months after it not on the front page after all the damage is done. So I think you're right. There is online social media, a big problem on Facebook in particular. That let's not let the media on the hook. Okay, so let's go on to your worst post, which I actually think is a banger. It's not, by the way, I wasn't saying it's a worst post. I don't regret the post. I, ne I do not regret the substance, but the execution could have been improved. I see. Okay, so it's a picture of you. You're in a bar. You're smiling. You're pointing at this girl's uh, t-shirt, who looks very excited to be in a photo with you. And she has excellent shirt. I'm sorry, but it says "Will suck dick for socialism." And you've put as a caption "fact." And tell us why you slightly slightly regret part of the execution here. Well, okay. So originally, this actually came out. I think the reason she was so keen uh, to pose with me is that a few days before that, there was this. Uh, right, like right-wing Republican sticker in America on a bumper car sticker type thing, and it and it said "socialists will suck you dry," oh. and I was like, I shared that with, and that's a promise, um, <laughs> and, that, and that and that got loads of retweets, and then so she was alluding, to, uh, so I was on the the day before the election, I was in a gay bar, I was in the Glory, great queer bar in mm. Dalston, and uh, obviously full of queer people, and she'd worn that T-shirt to a queer bar for a very specific reason, because she was like, going to be full with, well, there'd be loads of guys who like to suck dick here. So, <laughs> uh, and then she was like, Owen, let's have a picture together. And I was like, yeah, that's 
that's hilarious. Yeah. And I pointed at it with fact in the kind of like, I will suck dick for socialism. And do you know what? <laughs> I, I've done it for a lot less. So, I love it. Uh, yeah. And I was like, maybe some hot guy will like message me off the back of it. Who knows? This could Sweet. be great. And also maybe it'll, you know, if I, I would, you know, if that's what it takes to get socialism, I'm all like, yeah, fine. Why, you know, and I'll, I'll wouldn't you know, it be great I'll have a, if that was the answer. Oh, we, wouldn't we, it? Yeah, I'll have a great oh, right. time. Why not? Why not use my only talent in life? No, but no, it was. It was a, <laughs> so the whole thing, and then it was fine, right? It was absolutely fine. But then anti-trans activists jumped on in it, and they were like, "This is misogyny," and it's like, "Oh my god!" Hang on, what? How? They're like, "I'm saying that women should be subjugated oh, into providing." But that's sexual... not the context of the post. Have I know. I know, it drove me mad. They were like, and some people were like, Labour lost the election because of this. <laughs> I actually so can't. Imagine that. It's like, I'm like, I was going to vote Labour, but I've seen Guardian columnist Owen Jones in a gay bar <laughs> pointing to a woman wearing a I will suck dick for socialism t shirt. And, so and now I am voting Boris Johnson. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, it was just, yeah, they were like, loads of, they claimed it was like this misogynistic pose. When obviously the, woman the point is was, wearing it. So she I didn't mean. just wear, she made the t shirt. She I actually, love her. she love made. What a misogynist that woman is she, for making she, that joke t shirt. She made, she sells them. She sells them online. She Let's made wear the t shirt. every episode going forward I, on this I, podcast. I've got it in the other room. I should have worn it because um, she sent me one. But she got, did really well at it. She got, um, she got like 20,000 followers off the back of it. But what's even funnier about it? I don't know if I can say it's quite explicit because Katie Hopkins jumped in it. I, I mean, it, it did really. Thank God. Thank the Lord. Yeah, here we go. So she, Ruby is the, her t-shirt. She's called Burly Bosoms uh, on Twitter. She's really funny. She's just a, 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 you know, very great, great politics. Katie Hopkins tweeted going, oh, you should be ashamed, you disgusting woman. And um, she, she tweeted back the day after the election. I will forever prefer. Oh my God. <laughs> Sorry, brace yourselves. Okay. I will forever prefer to have cum on my face than blood on my hands. Oh my god! I mean, which I also find. I would also agree, obviously agree with you I and your party responsible her. for the deaths of thousands. She got twelve thousand retweets for that. So that was a. Banger. Oh my god! Vote her in. Do you know what? Look, we may have lost the election because of that post, but <laughs> a small business did very well and the best comeback of our times. Comeback, yeah. very good pun. Hey. But I don't know. If, don't know if I got any any action off the back. Of I it. think that's great though. I mean, but maybe in, in a way that you got action because people were you like, got oh, you got the cool. best action. You got social yeah, action. True. Yeah, I got so, um, exactly. I got yeah, certainly certainly got a debate going. Yeah, well, that's, that's, that's a great word. Who needs sex when you can get a debate going? So the post you're proud of, so it's a quote tweet that you did. Um, someone with, you know, too many numbers in their username uh, t- just very kindly tweeted you uh, some information. Um, I'm going to buy your book, then burn it. And then you quote tweeted it. Uh, Why stop there? Buy 10 copies and burn them. That'll really show me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean... I just, I just think always monetize your trolling. Like, yeah, fine. He was inadvertently became part of basically just publicizing my book, idiot. Yeah. So that was, I was like, yeah, fine, great, yeah. Always use trolling to, you know, like turn it around and just make it 
Just be creative with it. Yeah. Was it I this, do like, love all, that. All press is good press. Yeah, and everyone kept, like, it became a rhyming, and they still do it, go, oh, let's buy it for toilet paper. It's like, well, fine. Yes. You're buying it, mate. It'd be great if you read some of it. That'd be nice, but I'm not going <laughs> to, yeah. like, I'm not going to be Please. devastated. So you often do this, which I find very funny, this sort of thing where you will, there'll be uh, some abuse you'll get. And then you'll retweet it and make it very funny. And it's always nice. It's always nice to see. Take the sting out of it. I take the sting out of it. I was thinking, though, you know, obviously a lot of... We've mentioned the chans. You've got your 4chan, you've got your 8chan. Maybe you've got your 12chan. Who knows? Um, You've got your dark web. (laughs) 18chan. The worst. (laughs) Yeah. Never really been on them. Can you tell? And um, they often obviously want attention sometimes and want to... And they they will often discuss who they are targeting and they will post if the, the target of their abuse tweets about it they'll post it on the forums and then they'll be like ah or whatever do you sometimes do you sometimes feel like oh i've given these people more reach than they would have had otherwise yeah i thought about this because there's one speaking of 4chan there's this 4chan meme which goes back a long time which is genuinely believed by far-right incels which is i wrote in my first book seems a bit off topic from my first book which was called chavs the demonization of the working class that the reason I turned gay is I walked in on my girlfriend who was oh, having sex. This. Yeah, having sex I've... with a person of colour. And this was obviously integral to their kind of racist meme. And that I was so turned on by this site um, that, that that this turned me gay. And this is widely... It is wi- wild, that. No, but it's widely believed. It's I know, really, it's wild. And they keep sharing it, like, and it keeps going on. So I have shared it before going, like, this is ridiculous. But I think, yeah, I probably just made it spread more. <laughs> but like, then I'm like... But then Two I'm million like, followers. Yeah, it's like, and everyone's like, well, maybe he did. Um, yeah, I mean, at the time, I was like, I was just... I mean, it is... I think it's quite funny. I'm not hurt by it. But yeah, I mean, they created it on 4chan and then they got me to share it on Twitter. So probably they're like... Ha-ha, victory. But then again, there is still a significant number of right-wing incels who definitely think it happened. That's so weird. Right. So, so I suppose it's like a balancing act, right? So like, well, the control you get means more than, okay, fine, now a million people have, have seen some, like... Bullshit, it, silly thing. That They yeah. have one follower, but I suppose it's still, it doesn't... Yeah, you have to kind of balance it to be like, well, this it's worth it, essentially. Yeah. Because you get to yeah. make something funny out of something that's, you know... Shit. Do you know what is funny about it is that some it's definitely true. Some of it is like why give this circulation, and sometimes because it, it is just quite funny. And sometimes you get these people they're like said you like abuse, and they're like left are triggered and snowflakes, and then I'll quote tweet them with a guy take the piss, and then they'll be like that'll just put their account on on protect or lock. Yes. And they'll lock their account. You're like that's so pathetic. Like, come yeah, on. You can't take that, but you're giving me all the shit for all the shit I take yeah, every million like, people. Own it. So finally, to round up, if you could give listeners, might look later, one rule to stick to about social media, what would it be? There's one rule we all have to stick to. What would the rule be? Oh, don't read it before you go to bed. <gasps> oh, Ooh. yeah. That's you're good. Just, That's so- nothing is to be gained. It'll, you might see something that makes you angry. It'll disrupt your sleep. Why have you done that? Don't do you, at least one hour before you go to bed. Do not look at Twitter. Do you mm. always follow that rule, or do you no. break that rule? Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I thank you, Ojo, for coming on my date later. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank it you. was a pleasure. Thanks, guys. Enjoyed it. Well, Owen Jones, eh? What a great episode. What a great lad. What a great lad, indeed. Um, you can follow Owen on Twitter and Instagram at Owen Jones eighty four. And look. Do. Do send some niceness his way because he gets piled on. Let's send some good vibes to Owen. You can also follow us at MightDeletePod on Instagram and at MightDeletePod on Twitter. You can also email us any guests you'd like to see in the podcast. Stevie hasn't checked the inbox, but I have. Email us, MightDeletePod at gmail.com and give us a subscribe. Give us a review. Give us a rate. Donate. It rhymes. And go out and buy Owen's book. It's called This Land and it's out now. And remember, social media can be a brilliant place for learning more about politics and building a community. But it's also a petri dish for Nazis and online abuse. But however you feel, remember, you might as well delete later. Bye! Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.